Virginia. William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code Radio RF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll free helpline at 1 532 3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. This is Liz Colburn, host of Invited. Thanks for checking out the following podcast on Public House Media. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Food for Thought podcast. I'm your host, Kylie Thompson. So excited to be giving you episode number six today. It's been over a month since Food for Thought even was released and the amount of love and support that I've gotten over these last five episodes has been so heartwarming. I was really anxious to begin recording the podcast and when Baxter of Public House Media came to me about starting this, like I was so apprehensive just because I didn't know if anyone even cared about what I had to say or what the eating disorder recovery community had to say. And so just the overwhelming amount of love and support that I've gotten is so incredibly amazing to me. So thank you guys for so much for listening to the last five episodes and for being here for episode six, for buying the merch, which is selling pretty quickly. I'm super excited about it. I've gotten so many DMs about it and how people are ordering and I love that and Just seriously, the amount of support that I've gotten has changed my life and changed just my outlook on like how people feel about the eating disorder recovery community and about me sharing my story because I felt like it didn't matter. And like I said, I was just so apprehensive to do this and you guys showing your support and leaving comments and rates and reviews and buying the merch and texting me that you listen, it means so much. And it's just affirming that me quitting my job in January to pursue this, like, I might not be making a ton of money and I might still be a waitress, but, like, this is such a passion project and just the fact that you guys listen, like, you're just reaffirming that I made the right choice and I love you guys for that. So thank you so, so much. Before I get into episode number six today, I do just want to give a shout out to Coffee Over Cardio. I'm sipping on some of their cold brew right now, and I'm obsessed as always. So if you guys want to head over to try any of their coffee products, they have creamers, grounds, K-cups, merchandise, their cold brew tumblers, how I make my cold brew. Um, And I use, I'll use Door County Coffee sometimes. I'll use their Coffee Over Cardio grounds. I'll do all types of different things with that tumbler. And like even that alone was a really great investment. So if you want to try any of their stuff, head over to coffeeovercardio.com and you can use my code 10kthompson at checkout for 10% off of your order. It's a pretty sweet deal. I, again, am obsessed with everything that they have. Um, I'm waiting on a couple more things to come in the mail from them. And I cannot wait for it to get here because I need, I need that cold brew. Like, it's not a want, it's a need. I'm addicted. It is what it is at this point. So, yeah, use my coupon code 10kthompson for 10% off your order at checkout. And then send me a picture when you do. I want to see that you guys are listening and interact with me. Pay attention to me. I need constant attention. Anyone that is in my life can tell you that. So, this is no different. And I really can't wait to see what you guys buy. 
Also, just another quick shout out before I get started in the meat and potatoes of episode number six. I am super happy to announce that Public House Media is coming out with a brand new podcast that's for news, and it's called Catch Up. I'm so excited to be one of the co-anchors on it. There's a couple of us, and it's a really great team. We're looking to give everyone quick news that's easy to digest, and the news can be so incredibly heavy sometimes and I'm really excited that we are producing a news podcast that ends with something good at the end of every episode so make sure to tune in and subscribe on Apple iHeartRadio Spotify basically anywhere that you're listening to Food for Thought you can find the catch-up podcast and yeah so it's airing June 1st which is going to be when this episode airs I'm recording on the 29th um but yeah so it'll come out the first episode will come out Monday, June 1st, same time as Food for Thought, 5 o'clock a.m. Central Time. Only this podcast will be Monday through Friday, every day, 5 o'clock a.m. You can tune in. It'll be a quick 15 minutes. You can do it on your way to work if you're still working right now. I plan on listening to it as I'm getting ready to go to work because my job just reopened and I want to stay updated, but I also... I mean, I have been avoiding the news for like weeks at this point because everything is just so dark and so heavy and like being in isolation like this is hard enough as it is. So I've just been kind of neglecting the news, but I'm really glad to get back into it with the Catch Up podcast and to be a part of this this thing that's going to change the way we listen to the news. So yeah, make sure that you give it a like and follow and subscribe and find us on social media and yeah. But without further ado, let's get into episode number six. So I did kind of allude to what we're going to be talking about in today's episode with my stuff with ketchup. Um, I've been neglecting the news. I've been neglecting going outside. I've been neglecting pretty much every aspect of my life (laughs) Um, just because COVID-19 is taking its toll on me. And that is what episode number six is going to be about today. I pushed back a couple of guests because I just really felt like it was time for me to talk about this. And... To be honest, it might have needed to be episode number one, but I was just really scared to put this content out there because Food for Thought has only existed in the time of COVID-19. Um, it's It's been out for a month, and like I say in probably every interview I've released, I think I've been recording over Zoom. I haven't been able to meet anyone in person to record because of COVID and social distancing and being in quarantine and stuff like that. And I just want this episode to be real. I want it to be just me talking candidly. I have a couple notes, but I just want it to be me in a microphone telling you guys about how COVID-19 has affected me and my eating disorder recovery because it's taken me some time to realize it, but it's important. It's important to address. It's important to talk about. And as much as my mind might be telling me that none of this matters because there's so much else going on in the world, which there is, and I know that, and I know COVID is a very serious pandemic, obviously, We wouldn't be quarantining for three plus months if it wasn't. And I know people are losing their lives, but I also know that my life matters and my story matters. And that's why I want to talk about it on today's episode. So, you know, it's going to be real. It's going to be serious, which is usually not my, my, my speed. If you know me, I'm, I like to have fun and have a good time, but also I know when it's time to sit down and talk about something. So I hope that this resonates with some of you and I've been really really worried about looking strong and perfect and like I'm a quote-unquote good advocate for eating disorder awareness and recovery but like I've been struggling 
And after three months plus of struggling with my eating disorder, it's time for me to talk about it. And I'm really nervous and anxious for this episode, but I hope that you guys enjoy it. And I hope that if it resonates with you, that you feel comfortable enough to send me a message, Snapchat me, Instagram, text, DM, email me. I don't care. Like send me anything to let me know that you hear this and that if it resonates with you, that you want to talk about it because that's the only way that we're going to be able to end the stigma that is facing the eating disorder recovery community is if we talk about it. And in the midst of COVID-19, when we're all at home and you know, feeling like we have no one to talk to, this is the time to talk about it. So please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I will link all of my social media in the bio to the the episode so that you guys can reach out to me in any way you prefer. And yeah, so when I started the Food for Thought podcast, I wanted to produce it and edit it and speak in the same way that I live my life. And that's with you know, the term radical honesty always in the back of my mind. I try to live a very honest life and I try to have that translate into my eating disorder recovery as well because despite what, you know, the negative voices in my head tell me, like, it doesn't make me a bad advocate or a bad spokesperson or role model to be struggling and I should not hide my struggles because that's how my eating disorder wins. So I just kind of want to start at the beginning and talk about these last three months. I live in Green Bay, Wisconsin. We have been quarantining since the 16th of March. And like I said earlier, it is now the 29th of May. So we're coming up on three months. And oh my gosh, I I was at work. I am a waitress at Olive Garden and I actually got sent home on the 16th. We all got sent home because Olive Garden was closing due to our governor's um, regulations and restrictions on the amount of people that you can have in a building. And I remember on the drive home, already checking in with myself. I was like, okay, did I go to the gym today? Did I do this today? Because this might be my last day to do it. And immediately, the minute that this was thrown at me, I, I was taking it out on my body. And my mind was immediately trying to find ways to cope with what was going on in the world around me. And I didn't see it at the time. But in retrospect, like, I should have nipped that in the bud right away. I should have been like, it doesn't matter if I went to the gym or not, because there is a freaking pandemic happening right now and you need to make sure that you are safe and you are healthy and, you know, screw the gym, screw grocery shopping, screw eating clean and healthy and just be in the moment, be safe, be mindful and take care of yourself and survive in any way that you can. But I didn't, I'm human. And I feel like for the first four to five days, of me being in, you know, isolation pretty much. I live, I was living with a roommate and my boyfriend would kind of spend the night pretty frequently and like hang out with all of us. So I wasn't alone and I was getting ready to actually move out of that apartment and move into one just myself and my boyfriend. So I was going through a little bit of a transition period as it was already. Um, And when COVID started and I was, you know, initially being like participating in the social isolation, I had a lot on my mind and a lot on my plate and I was getting ready to produce the podcast and move and I had just won the title of Miss Green Bay Area just over a month ago and I was ready to get out into the community and do what I'm doing right now and talk about eating disorder awareness and prevention and recovery methods and stuff like that in in the Green Bay community. So I felt like I had a lot going on and 
pretty much COVID. I mean, aside from not being able to like go to the store to buy what I needed for the apartment or go grocery shopping and obviously not going to the gym, like nothing changed. Um, and I was still go, go, go doing a ton. I definitely was watching some more Netflix than usual because I work typically 40 hours a week and then have that free time at night. Um, it was pretty nice. To be honest, I feel like when it started, outside of those like few little negative thoughts, I was living my best life. Like I was eating Oreos, if you know me. I love Oreos, but I never let myself eat them. And I was I was just kind of taking this time to like snack on things that I had deemed as like fear foods and stuff that I couldn't eat for a little while. So that was really great. And I watched all of the Netflix. I watched so much The Office. I had never watched it. So that was fun. Um, yeah, it was really just chilling, hanging out, living my best life, getting ready to move and getting ready for this next chapter. And I didn't really feel the effects of my eating disorder up until probably week two or three. So this was right around the time I really was getting ready to move. Like the move was happening in the middle of a pandemic, whether we, we wanted it to or not. And so April 1st came, I moved, everything was great. And I feel like from that point on, like once I realized that everything was changing and I was in an apartment that shoot, it still doesn't have much furniture because all the furniture stores were closed for the longest time. And to be honest and to be frank, I couldn't even afford furniture at the time because I wasn't working and unemployment. I was dragging my feet on applying for that because I am 23 years old and I just graduated from college one year ago and I did not expect to be on unemployment, to be quite honest. And that was something that actually really affected me and it was completely out of my control but my mind spun it into me being less than and me being not good enough because because I was on unemployment and I didn't even want to face that and I didn't want to be like oh I'm I'm like I said 23 and on unemployment and I'm non-essential and just all these all these negative things were coming into my mind right around the time that I moved and eating disorders thrive on feeling alone and feeling isolated and once I moved out from living with my roommate who was kind of on more of a morning schedule like me um I'm always up super early like between 6 and 8 a.m every day at least and my boyfriend likes to sleep in which is which is fine I love that because then I do have my mornings by myself um but like I don't know I don't know why but it was just when I was sitting in this apartment by myself and you know, trying to cook meals and trying to, you know, maybe go for a run in the morning and do all these things. Like the negative thoughts were just so loud. And there were so many days that I just spent so stressed out and so anxious because, well, I'm eating this, this, and this today. So that means that I need to go outside and run this many miles in order to burn it off. And just immediately my mind was trying to cope with me feeling less than and not worthy by taking it out of my body and saying, well, you might not be employed right now and you might be on unemployment and you might be this and that, but damn it, you're going to be skinny and damn it, you're going to come out of COVID-19 looking the best you've ever looked. And I just put all of this pressure on myself to look, you know, to come out of a freaking pandemic looking better than I ever have. Like, are you kidding me? Let's not just think about the fact that the gyms are closed and grocery stores are open limited hours and you need to buy in bulk and you need to buy things that don't go bad. But let's face it, I'm a pageant girl. I get my spray tans. I wear fake lashes. I I have the fake nails. I, I put a lot into my appearance. And like, as all of that stuff was kind of fading or I was running out of some of this stuff, my self-tanner's been gone for weeks and 
stuff like that, I mean, it sounds so petty and it sounds so vain, but not having that stuff has taken a toll on my self-image and my self-worth as well. So like I was, I was sitting here isolated trying to figure out how I was going to come out of this pandemic looking better than I ever have. And it, I don't, sitting here and saying it out loud is so crazy to me because like I hadn't had thoughts that were that toxic and that disgusting since I was in high school. And I graduated high school five years ago. So if that just says anything about where I was in my recovery before or where I thought I was in my recovery before COVID-19 hit, like I would tell people that I was fully recovered from my eating disorder because I hadn't had negative thoughts in so long. And I, I was eating what I was eating intuitively and working out when I wanted to and taking rest days if I needed to. And it's just so crazy to me how COVID hit and like all of that went away. All of that went out the window and I never realized how insecure I really was in my recovery. And I was just masking it with going to the gym every day for over an hour and making sure that I, I track everything in my fitness pal and doing all of these things. Like, oh, I could I could sit here and tell people that I was recovered when now in retrospect, I wasn't. I'm not. I don't know if I'll ever be. Like and sitting with that alone, so like on top of having all those negative feelings and like trying to fight off those negative feelings in my head, like to realize that everything that I thought I knew about myself and my own recovery, like was pretty much a lie. Guys, it's been hard. It's been so hard. Um, and like, I just don't even know. I don't even know where I'm going. I don't even know what, like, where I'm going in in terms of my recovery. Um, I have been reaching out to people. I've been talking to people and I have resources and I've been using a lot of tools that I've had in, you know, all the years I spent in therapy and stuff like that. So I'm not, I don't want, I don't want to say all of this to make you guys feel like I'm doing so badly. Um, I mean, like, things have gotten better since I've come to terms with all of this and, like, came to the realization that, like... I'm not where I thought I was in my recovery and that's okay. And that doesn't make me a bad advocate. And like, I've been spending a lot of time thinking about my journey with being the current Miss Green Bay area. So I, I competed and essentially, I guess if you consider it an application, like I applied for the job of Miss Green Bay area for four years before I won this title. And to realize like, that I worked so hard on myself to get where I am today. Like, I was really proud of that. And I was really proud of winning the title. And then, one, for it to all be put on hold um, because of COVID, that was really hard. And then, two, for me to realize that, like, I thought I'd come all this way and I thought I'd had all this growth when in reality, like, it just feels like all of that was taken away. Like, guys, it's just been so freaking hard. Um and like i don't i don't know if that resonates with any of you guys but holy cats it's been a wild couple of months and like really just realizing who i am and what i've been through and where where i where i am right now in my recovery and i feel like i already said this but like i don't really know where i'm going with it in terms of my recovery but i think the start of that is this episode. So 
I'm really, I feel like I said this at the beginning, but I'm really nervous to post this and to have this out online because I haven't posted anything this vulnerable maybe ever. And I posted a lot of stuff um, on social media about my recovery, especially, you know, back between 2013 and 2016, I was very active on like Instagram with a recovery account and stuff like that. Um, But I've never, I mean, you guys can like hear me and like this is essentially, I mean, I've written down journal entries about all of this over the last couple of months and this is like me putting a journal entry on the internet for you guys to listen to and that's like the most terrifying thing ever for me. But I do know that doing all of this and talking in this, on this platform in this way is the start of like keeping myself accountable and getting back on track when it comes to my recovery. And now, so today is the 29th of May. Things have kind of opened up in Wisconsin, and I feel like maybe that's why I'm finally feeling comfortable talking about all of this, just because I do have some sense of normalcy again. I've been back at work, the gyms are open, and I've been going, and I'm starting to feel a little bit more like myself again. But I'm also trying to be conscious of like not using the gym and not using food and not using routine as a way to mask that I'm struggling with my eating disorder. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know how all of this is going to play out and I don't know how all of this is going to affect the future of the podcast in terms of like, don't get me wrong. I have so many pre-recorded episodes about recovery and interviews with people that have recovered and are doing well and are living their best life. And I'm so, I'm so happy and so proud of those episodes. But I think just the initial plan that I had for this podcast might change a little bit. And that's because of COVID. And it's rolling with the punches. Like when when Public House Media contacted me about producing a podcast in, I think it was November of 2019, everything was quote unquote normal and I felt great and I felt like I was at a point in my recovery to come on and be a story of hope. And now I'm feeling like I want to be, I want this podcast to be yes, hopeful and positive for you guys because nobody wants to listen to anything negative and I don't want to be another negative outlet for you guys. Um, I don't, I don't want you guys to listen to this and not feel hopeful. So this podcast is definitely going to continue to be happy and joyful and full of life and recovery stories and stories of hope. But I also want to intermix check-ins like this and accountability checks to make sure that I'm doing okay and to make sure that you guys are doing okay because this all matters. And like me feeling the way that I'm feeling due to a pandemic doesn't make me less of a recovery warrior and an advocate for eating disorder awareness and recovery as much as you know my my eating disorder and my my just screwed up mindset right now has made me feel like it has that's not true it's just not and I've spent a lot of time working on that and making sure that I believe that to come on this podcast and say it right now to you guys because my story matters and your story matters And like us talking about all of this and talking about how this this pandemic that has swept the entire world and changed everyone's lives in some aspect, like this this is something that we never saw coming and it's totally normal and it's totally okay that we're feeling 
out of control and unattractive and like on a real note guys like I used to wake up every day and think I looked sexy and I looked hot and I looked beautiful I have not felt that in so long and that's okay because there's literally a worldwide crisis happening like what what else can we expect right now like I said at the beginning we're all just trying to survive and I'm hoping that as things open up in my community and as you know I have the opportunity to come back to some some kind of like normal vibe and normal routine um I'm really hoping that I gain back those like feelings that I had before about myself and my body and my self-worth but either way like I've I've been there and I know what that feels like and I'm gonna I'm gonna get it again so yeah I mean that's this episode's gonna be a little bit shorter just because you guys know I can't stand to like talk to myself for too long and to be honest I'm super emo right now (laughs) so like I don't know I don't know you guys I hope that this episode resonates with you and if it does please 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 message me please talk to me because we need to curate this conversation in order to change anything so head down to the the links in the bio description of the episode and reach out to me let me know how you're doing because as much as you guys might need that I kind of need that too and I need that like active accountability with other people and like I said at the beginning of this episode there's been so much positivity around this podcast and I love that but I also want to create an opportunity for us to share when we're not feeling as positive like Eating disorder recovery is not all sunshine and rainbows and butterflies, even though I thought it was for the last five years, believe it or not. <laughs> and we we have to talk about it. We have to normalize this. And what better time to do so than when none of us can even leave our freaking homes? Like, let's talk about it. And yeah, I feel like I'm talking in circles now at this point, but like, I love you guys. No matter how I'm feeling about myself or my body or my recovery journey, like this podcast will prevail. And I haven't really listened to, if I'm being honest, any of the episodes because I've been so scared. And I think I'm going to go back and listen to them and give myself a little pat on the back and remind myself that like there are people that are feeling good right now and like living their best lives and it's very strong in their recovery journey. And that can be me too. And that can be you. So let's just do it together. I'm really excited to see where all of this goes and I really hope that this episode meant something to you guys because I've never done anything like this and I don't know if it touches even just one person's heart like that's perfect. So yeah feel free to message me and don't worry guys next week won't be so emotional. I promise it'll be with Gia Doherty and she's the current Miss Des Moines 2020 and she is the best. So make sure to tune in next week and hear my interview with her because we do talk a little bit about feeling like a quote unquote good advocate during this. And yeah, that's really important. And she's really important. And her story is just like this episode is too. And yeah, I love you guys so much. Make sure to tune in next week and I will see you all very, very soon.
Hey, Washington, D.C., spring is almost here, and now's the perfect time to get a healthy, pest-free lawn with your local experts at True Green, America's number one lawn care company. True Green's science-based approach will help give your lawn the year-round care it needs to be thick and weed-free. Go to TrueGreen.com radio to save 50% on your first service. Just call 877-461-0681 or go to TrueGreen.com radio today and get a lawn to be proud of. Virginia, William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook.